This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow. It's going to be February 21st, 2015. It's going to be at 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And it's going to be free in downtown Bartow. What's going to happen there, Deuce? They're going to have sci-fi vendors, costume contests, music, food, and family fun. They're even going to have Star Trek IV The Voyage Home on the two-story high movie wall. And guess who else is going to be there? A happy hour with Johnny and Deuce is going to be there, so you got to come check it out. Find them on Facebook at Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow, and that's Sci-Fi spelled S-Y-F-Y, just like the television network, Saturdays Bartow. Do it. Hello, Internet. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course I have Deuce. Deuce is here, and this is, of course, the Happy, Happy Hour with, with Johnny, Johnny and Deuce. Deuce. Hi, Deuce. What's going on? High five. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Cool, cool. So, Deuce, we love video games. We do. But before we talk about our video games, there's one thing we always do before we do that. The oh. Happy Deuce Salute. The Happy Deuce Salute. Somebody remember to buy cans this week. Oh, yeah. Good times. Good times. So, on September 23rd, which was a little bit ago, a while back, Nintendo celebrated 125 years. Holy shit. I didn't realize they were around that long. 1889. Wow. Crazy. September 23rd, 1889. So, 125 years now they've been around. What? Crazy. What were they doing that long ago? Uh, They were a toy maker. They would make toys and games and puzzles and all that stuff. Like, and it kind of integrated into the video game business later on. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was really interesting how they yeah. kind of started off as a toy making company. Well, makes sense. Yeah. So, and kind of how quirky you know they were even back then, and where they transitioned to the Mario games and all that stuff. Yeah. So, I just wanted to give me give me your fondest memories of Nintendo growing up. Well, I'll give you two. My my first, hands down, was the very first original Nintendo I got because I would have been about six. And I remember, I can't remember exactly what happened, but I know I'd really been wanting one. I'd really been good. And I, for some reason, I've got Sears stuck in my head. I think mom and dad went to Sears and got it for me. And it came with it. And it came with a cartridge that had three games on it. It had Mario, had Duck Hunt, and it had Track and Field. And it had the Power Pad. So you'd actually get on the pad and run to make your guy run, and you actually had to run to make do it, and you'd have to because we figured out we could cheat if we got on the floor and we slapped as hard as we could with our hands. <laughs> you could make the guy run really, really fast, way faster than you could if you actually just ran on the thing. Um, you know, so I really remember that, and I remember getting it, how much fun I had with it, and how like my mom tried it, my dad tried it, and like we all tried it. My brother tried. My brother loved it. My brother was at the house at the time, living with us. In between, I think, college and before he, like, went off to war and stuff. And, like, he loved it. Like, he, he, he played the shit out of it. And the other fond memory I have is I had the regular Nintendo. And you got to remember, as a kid, especially we're talking, like, young kid, like, fourth, fifth grade, something like that. You don't get much money. So I wanted a Super Nintendo. And it was, like, 200 bucks, which to a little kid is, like, might as well have been 2000 Uh and so I saved, and I literally wrote on my calendar every week for my lawn mowing money how many weeks it would take me to get it. And I, I did the math, and it took me a year and some change. So for a year, I think it was a year and three months, 
I mowed lawn every week. I didn't buy any toys for a whole year and just saved that money every week. And then, you know, Christmas money, I put it in the fund and I put it away and I put it away and I put it away. And then finally we got enough money and mom took me to Walmart and I bought it with my own money. And, you know, I got it home and my God, I, I played that Super Nintendo like it was my job. Like I played, I've so my Super Nintendo probably is hands down my favorite system I've ever had. Like I loved it and I spent so much time playing it and it was so perfect. Like, I mean, it had good graphics, it had good color, it had so many different games so much fun, and a lot of that's probably nostalgia, because I was a kid at the time, but two, it just, for me, it was perfect, and even the games now, not all of them reach the levels as some of the games that I played back then, at least in my mind, so. It's funny, for me, you and I are, you're like, what, three months older than me, Uh, we were born in 82, both of us, and uh, so at the time, when we when I got the original Nintendo, I was six as well. Yeah. Um, and but I didn't get the one with the power pad. Yeah. I only got the one that came with the Mario slash Duck Hunt with yeah. the with the uh, with the gun, with the, the gun, zapper, the zapper. <laughs> and uh, I remember it was the same experience. Like to this day, I'll and it's and if you never went through this, you'll you'll never understand what Deuce and I went through. But well, I'll try to describe it in detail. Christmas, nineteen eighty seven. I was, uh, or 1988, I guess, um, if I was six. Uh, I remember it was, this was back when I was living in Louisiana. That's where I'm from originally. And I remember that Christmas, it was funny, this is back when we believed in Santa Claus. Yeah. And I remember my my mom was like, hey, there's something going on outside. Did we hear Santa's sleigh? So we, I, we'd go outside and we'd look up, we'd look at the stars and be like, oh, that's Santa. Did you see him? He's coming. And while this time, unbeknownst yeah. to me, my parents are setting up the tree like, you know, this was the scam to yeah. get you out of the yeah. house so they could say, okay. <laughs> this is gold I, right this, here, yeah, folks. Yeah. This this is a little insight on who Johnny Womack is yeah. and, and, you know. It's a good scam. <laughs> it is. It is. I'm like, where is it? He goes, remember, we left the cookies and milk out. And this was like Christmas Eve. This wasn't even yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah. And I remember my parents, for the longest time, we actually celebrated Christmas on Christmas Eve. Because a lot of times my dad had to work oh, on Christmas that what Day. Oh, So, like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to celebrate on Christmas Day. Yeah. So, a lot of times, most of our Christmases, actually, I'd say like 90% of our Christmases were on Christmas Eve at night. And I remember he'd be like, oh, did you hear that? And then my uncle would be like, yeah, I, I, he just came by. And I go, what? He just stopped by. I missed him? Yeah. I wanted to meet Santa. Yeah. <laughs> so I go in there, and the tree's all decked out. And, and like all the, the toys and are toys in there. And I go, <gasps> like, that joy, that that feeling I got. And at the time, I, I knew what a Nintendo was, but I didn't. I wasn't as uh, well-versed in it like I am yeah. now, so I didn't know. Well, none of us did back then, I don't think. I mean, no. video games were still pretty new. I mean, we had arcades and things like that, so we knew what games were. Yeah. But we didn't have the hands-on with it like we did until we got that first... And I shouldn't say that was a first-generation of consoles, because there was Atari's Atari and stuff yeah. before that. But for me, it was the first real generation of consoles, because the games were so good, and you could do so much with the games. And it really had a lot of power, that little machine. Well, I remember... Unwrapping the Nintendo for the first time, and I remember it like it was yesterday. It's one of those things that st- stuck with me all these years. And you could tell, like I'm pausing a little bit. I'm visualizing the whole moment. I oh, I remember the minute I got yeah. it because I remember what I was wearing. I remember what the room looked like. Yeah. I remember what the smells were. Yeah. It's crazy because so I opened it up. And I'm like, 
at first I was like, is this really a Nintendo? Because I knew, I knew of what they were, but I'd never seen one in person because none of my friends had one either. Because, yeah. I mean, they weren't cheap. I mean, it was $200 back in 1988. Yeah. That, that inflation, that was expensive. Yeah. You know? And later on, I found out my dad, he used his, his Christmas bonus to buy that oh, for me. And I'm like, oh, wow. later on. back. I mean, you don't tell your kid that. He didn't yeah. tell me that. It isn't until later on when I grew up that I found yeah. out about, like, oh, so my parents really love me. Yeah. Uh, but it was... It was crazy because my sister, she was all into Barbies. So she got a bunch of Barbies and My Little Ponies. This is My Little Ponies back in the day, too. You yeah. know, Care Bears and all that stuff. Rainbow so she, Bright. Rainbow Bright. Hey, you cake. know what I'm yeah. talking about. She was in yeah, all we, that stuff. We were 80s kids. Oh, yeah. You know. I, yeah. I, know, I know where you're yeah. coming from. So she was all like all the way in her own zone off on the other yeah. side of the room and enjoying her, her little things. And, and I remember I had like the Dino Riders and stuff. Like some really cool toys. And then the Nintendo opened up and I was just like, the whole world just like stopped. Like I was like. Because up to this point, I'd only played an Atari in a couple of arcades, you know, back in the, you know, arcades when you actually had a, a, an arcade where you could drop coins oh, in and didn't. stuff. The coin op, which coin operated for you guys out there. Um, and so I opened it up and I was just like, all right, how do we do this, dad? Looking to my dad. How do you plug it in? I didn't know any of this stuff. It's yeah. so weird now. Yeah. So back in the day, I didn't know any of this stuff. And now it's like I'm so well versed. and I've done my homework. I know how to do. I, I'm a tech junkie now. That was I have to almost. Give that might it, have been your baby step it, to becoming a well, tech junkie. It, I was like, I was like Nintendo. If it wasn't for Nintendo, I don't know if I would be the person I am today. Seriously, yeah. I know it sounds super deep and super like, you know, memento and all kind of crazy, weird sounding. Mm-hmm. But like Nintendo, I pay a lot of respect to Nintendo. You know, we come. You know, Kyle and I come across, unfortunately, as uh, Sony fanboys. But if it wasn't for Nintendo, there would be no it's, Sony, yeah. no Microsoft, yeah. you know, or no 360s and whatnot. And Nintendo Xbox. opened the door for everybody. Yep, they made it. They made the affordable home console, yeah. you know, that you could have in your house. Um, so I remember they 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 got it all set up, and this is back when you had. Just the it was just one audio and one video cable. It was a coax cable coaxial, that you had yeah. to screw in the screw back. Screw in, yeah, yeah, that's right. You didn't have the video cables. You had a coax that you had to go into the yeah the back of the TV. The yeah, that's right. And if you wanted to have cable, you had a, there yeah, was a, there, another. You'd have to put in the ca- coax cable for yeah. your actual cable box. Yeah, had to screw in the back that's of it. That's right. It was a little that's gray right. box. See, that's even how old school that is. Wow, yeah. didn't you have video cables back then? No, it was crazy. a coax cable because we didn't have the, the right. three plugs that's right. and all that and stuff. You had, and you had the option on the back uh, to put it on channel three or, three? three or four. Oh, four. <laughs> I know, we're showing our age here. But uh, this is stuff that you we you kids will never, this generation coming up now, will never experience that. Damn you know, kids. They'll never understand that, you know, yeah. that, that feeling and how magical how magical that was and so like we got we got the the dual cartridge and i popped it in and i remember you had to hit the it was like a reset button and you had like a power button and if it didn't go you had to hit the reset button or sometimes the power wouldn't go when you hit power you'd hit the reset button first yeah and i remember seeing the mario brothers thing come across and i was like my head exploded i was like what is this it's so colorful and and then my mom plugging the controller in, and she's like, okay. And I remember, this is something I'll never forget, Deuce. She actually had the manual back when we had video game yeah, instruction yeah, yeah. manuals. She's like, okay, see, so what you have to do is you have to go, that's called a Goomba. And like this, they were actually described in the books. Yeah. And, and you have to jump on it. And I go, how do you do that? You hit the hit, uh, was it A or whatever? Yeah. And I'm like, and I made the sound or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cool. And so I'm so yeah. excited. Think about it, folks. Yeah. I was, in 1988, I was so excited to jump on a Goomba. Yeah. It was it was good times. So anyways, 
awesome. Got to, got to check out the Zapper and all that. But the whole thing was it was a great experience with my family because they they were they were excited. A they dropped a lot of money. They want to yeah. make sure I'm your yeah, son's super excited. happy. Yeah, your son's super happy. But they were, were like sitting there playing with me and like I remember yeah. like um, my mom like then one of the other games we got later on. We ended up we ended up getting Contra. Going from Mario yeah. to Contra was like wow, that's a nine day difference. I was like, I didn't until I found the Konami code. Yeah. Um, I was like, I kept dying. I couldn't get past the first stage. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh! And then the Konami code, you know, you get thirty levels, thirty lives or whatever. And I was like, oh my god, this game is so hard. And Mario, I'm just trying to get down a tube and jump on you and go down yeah. a pipe and and jump. And then I, and then you learned all these secrets. So Nintendo just they kind of like shaped who I became, like especially with the whole tech junky kind of side of me now i just love technology and that's why i've pretty much other than the gamecube womp womp, i've owned every incarnation any every iteration of nintendo's products uh, yeah. and i just i continue to support them no matter what because i want them to continue to make games till the day i die no. 125 years later, Deuce. Yeah. 125 years later. That's a long, long time. Think about what they've done for the industry. Oh, they, yeah. they were the first ones to have a handheld. They had the they first were. they had the Game and Watch, which was that weird like pocket like it was like this small like a small like one by three inch uh, rectangle that had like just like the LED. Do you not remember that? Yeah, and it was like Zelda and hey, Mario, if I remember correctly, right? I mean, no, they made no, no, a Mario no. one and a Zelda one. And no, this is like before a, okay, that. Okay. This is before that. It was like Mr. Game and Watch was like a little stick figure dude who's all black, and he would have like these games, like he would be flipping like freaking bacon and, and all that stuff and you have to catch the bacon that was dropping and like weird little quick things that you can do on a handheld like okay but it was you couldn't really save your game it wasn't any of that stuff it was like super hand like pre pre you know pre game boy era yeah so that 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 pretty much uh is where the if you look at the old game and watch it looks like what a ds looks like now so yeah. like they had two screens on it so like they had a they had like old ways they they kept kind of like just changing and updating and innovating and of course the game boy you know nintendo's just innovated yeah. and they have the game boy and the game boy also they had an extension that you could have a camera built onto it yeah it I the remember game boy that. color i think yeah and, and, and it, it would print pictures it was and the stuff. first yeah. selfie if you think about yeah, it the yeah. first selfie that you could, you could have so they've innovated and, and transitioned different things into technology and they and especially if you look at like the we were talking about with the Dreamcast episode. We were talking about how you know GameCube and even some even um, that that Nintendo sixty four DD. I was talking about had like the whole where you can do your face motion capture stuff and whatnot, and then and so on. But you guys, Nintendo has done so much that that's yeah. why I want us to continue to support them no matter what. And uh, so thank you Nintendo for everything you've done for the industry and for the consumers and for everyone. Oh for sure, one hundred twenty five years. That's a long time. Continue doing what you're doing, Nintendo. So thank you. So we had our, our Destiny review episode. We did. And I felt like I'd never get enough to talk about Destiny. Like, there's, there's never... That game sits with me. It's a game I can get lost in. I can go and explore. But I thought we would talk about the end game, as they call it. Oh, okay. After you hit 20, after you've beaten the campaign, yeah, we briefly, very briefly touched on it. Um, about the lights, you know, getting objects that have light on it. And we're both a lot more knowledgeable now about it oh, than yeah. we are now. I, There's not a surefire way to do it. 
There's not surefire way, and there's also not surefire that you'll you'll even get any light armor on your playthrough that night. Oh yeah, because I was I went through a couple of nights where I was like, gosh, all I need is two light points to get to level twenty two. Yeah, and I'm going through raids and, and like strikes and like I'm, I'm going through the campaign. I couldn't get anything, or to be one that I already had that wouldn't yeah. up my light points. But I love that. There's that that, that compelling the compulsion to want to like continue to play so you can up your levels and yeah. like that that sense of victory and playing bounties and. Uh, there's one bounty I just got through. I thought be, that I thought I would talk about. It's you have to get three public event gold stars. Yeah, you were working on that the other night when we were playing. I finally got it today. But there's this really awesome website that I got to plug. It's yeah. DestinyPublicEvents.com, oh, and yeah. essentially what it is is this guy created. He he. I guess there's like a timing, like a schedule for each of the events, and he went through and mapped them all out yeah. on each planet in real time. Yeah. So like if there's a destiny going on right now, like uh at the Forgotten Shores or whatever, he he'll have it going on and when it counts down when it's about to end and mm-hmm. when the next one begin and he also when you click it it shows you how to get to that section so you won't miss it. Oh, I wow. tried it today and got through my, my bounty fast. I was like, Yes. Yeah. So uh really cool website, check it out. I think you guys would really like it. Um hit him up with the name of the website one more time. Yeah, it's uh, destinypublicevents.com. So de- cool. definitely uh, or you can google destiny public events. It's the first thing that pops up on Google. They must pay really good money for it. I don't know how they're making money, but they uh it's a really cool website. So check that out. So I thought that was really cool. Deuce, we have a couple expansions coming out. We do. And some of it got leaked. Yeah, I saw the video on that and I uh, I'm not going to lie, once I saw the video of the leak I'm kind of on the fence. Like, it, well, you know, I got the legendary, so yep. I, I've already got my DLC paid for, which is nice. But I was hoping the DLC was going to add new planets. It's looking like it's just going to add new missions to existing, existing planets. planets yeah. yeah, the first one's called the Dark Below. That will be the one that continues the main thing, you know, main yeah. story and main part of the campaign. Um, and then. It said uh, it'll be released in December, right? Is that yep. correct? Um, it'll add a number of story missions, strikes, raids, crucible content, blah, 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 blah. And then, because uh, expan- there's two expansions, there's the Dark Below and the Houses of Wolves. Yeah. Those are the two that they're going to have. Um, and a lot of it, they're saying that they're still adding, they're, at, they're still actually writing the last one because they're getting feedback from people about what they want in the game. Because this is a game that's going to evolve. It's never going to stay the same. It's always going to change. Well, in my opinion, and and I don't know any of this to be fact. This is just complete conjecture, and I'm pulling it out of my ass. We're pretty sure that they're going to drop the first expansion pack in December. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't drop the second one till like June, July. Oh yeah, and because you know you've got it's only October now. That means you've got you know what six eight months until June eight eight ish. Um, you know, with that being the case, you can do a lot in eight months, especially if they really put the, the, you know, the people creating the game, the coders and the, the, the team developing it and working on it. If they really, really put them to task and, you know, have them working overtime, they can do a lot in eight months. I mean, they can damn near revamp it if they have to. It's true. Um, it's funny, Deuce. They had, they've had three patches since we last did our review. Oh Yeah. And one of the patches got rid of the infamous cave. The loot cave. The loot cave, as they call it. Uh, what is the loot cave, Deuce? Basically, the loot cave was you would go to this one specific cave, and you just keep shooting at it and shooting at it and shooting at it, and it would just shoot out 
uh, endograms, which are the little things that you want that you need to decode, and that's what gets you legendary equipment, and that's how you get your equipment with light. Because the problem is, is the endograms are a lot like a slot machine. Every so often when you kill an enemy, it drops an endogram, and depending, just like slot machine, where it lands is what kind of endogram you get. But what you really want is a legendary endograms. Purple ones. Purple ones. And that's like one in a hundred. I've not seen one yet. Yeah. Uh, Have you seen a a purple one yet? I've gotten one purple one so far. Okay. And it's only, like, if I remember correctly, because somebody put an article in Kutaku. Somebody actually did the math to figure out what the breakdown is. And they said, I want to say it was like one in a hundred drops is a legendary. Wow. So, I mean, it's, yeah. And they tell you too, like any anytime anyone in your fire team, or if you're in a skirmish or a, or a clash or something, they'll actually go out and say this person got a legendary engram. Like they yeah. want to tell the world because it's not yeah. very common. Um, but with the last the the first patch of the last three patches they did, yeah, they got rid of the loot cave, and it was in Russia. Just so you yeah. know, um, it was going. It was literally every three seconds it would respawn. Yeah. And they change it with the patches every 40 seconds, which is nothing. I mean, yeah. you're not going to sit there and shoot that cape now. Yeah. And I, I get it. I did it twice, I think. I think we talked about this before. Uh, I did it twice, and I didn't. It was fine. But uh, you, the the thing is, people are going to find ways to exploit certain areas. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Well, see, I had a, a, a friend of mine who I play with online, and what he was doing is because he's got a big, fancy new TV, he was doing picture-in-picture. So basically, he would sit there and watch football and just look at it in the upper right-hand corner and would just pull the trigger every so often and was doing that like while he was watching football. So he might sit at that cave for like, you know, four hours during a whole football game and just collect loot and was leveling up that way. And supposedly, from what he told me, because he spent like a whole Sunday and a whole Monday night game doing it and got some pretty like good stuff and, you know, helped him get a lot of light points that way. But to me... I made myself a rule when I found out about the loot cave. I was not going to do it. Just because of the fact that I want to play the game it was the way it was meant to be played. And I want to play the game and level up, like, organically. You know what I mean? Like, the way I'm supposed to, not by, like, a cheat. Just because I'm having so much fun with the game. I'm like, why rob myself of fun? Because, no offense, my buddy, when he told me that, I'm like, dude, seriously? You sat there for a whole afternoon of football just constantly right. hitting all, the right trigger and looking picture in picture to like see what loot you're getting. He's like, yeah, man, I really leveled up. And I'm like, that just sounds stupid. Like to me personally, I mean, you know, do what you want. But well, speaking of engrams, they just the third patch that just happened uh, recently. They patched one point zero point two. Actually, there was a problem with the engrams. Oh yeah, the cryptarch. Like it would say you get a legendary one, and it wouldn't be legendary. Yeah. Like it would say it'd be, it'd be purple. Blue. Or it'd be blue. If you got a blue, it wouldn't necessarily be a blue one. It'd be yeah. green. And like it was pissing people off because you're like, well, if you, why even go after the engrams if they're not correct? Well, thankfully, with this patch, it's, it's if it's purple, it. you got a legendary. There's yeah. no questions about yeah. it. Uh, they fixed the cryptarch, whatever uh, section of the game. So that's good. Players rejoice because that's awesome. So when you got a blue one, you know you've got a, a rare one. And, and green is uncommon and. Well, the other thing supposedly it fixed is it was supposed to make sure that the endograms you got were the right ones because the problem was, like, you're playing the Warlock. Since it's called a Correct. Warlock. yeah. And I play a Hunter. I might get a legendary engram, but it would be for a Warlock character. 
or yeah. you might get one and be for a hunter. Part of this patch was supposed to make it to where if you're a warlock, you got a warlock engram, or if you were a hunter, you got a hunter engram instead of all this mix-up bullshit. Because that's the problem. There's no trade feature. There's not a feature where it's like, hey, Johnny, I got this for a warlock. Do you want it? And vice versa. And I got this feeling Destiny's never going to put anything like that in just because I, I almost feel like if they did that, it might break the game. Because if you could trade shit, you'd have people to play all the time, like trading shit to well, people. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I've, I was contemplating that the other day. I was like, oh, cool. Maybe I can just put it you know, in the vault. Or whatever, which you can put stuff in the in the access that you can get across, but you have to be a certain level, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, if you're going to be at that yeah. level anyways, I mean, unless it's yeah. a legendary, it'd yeah. be nice to have a legendary waiting for your other character. But yeah. if you had a bank that you can just give people, people would be selling it, literally sell it like you do in MMOs. Yeah. People yeah. have money that they 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 have items they just yeah. have they literally pay real U.S. dollars for yeah. for that item. Yeah, and I think it's a cheating way in the system. Yeah, but also think about it too. If if you had a friend that just started the game. And he had a bunch of like stuff that you can just give him right yeah. away. Like he would just blow through the game so yeah. easy, and that takes the fun out of it. Yeah, and that's why I'm kind of hoping that they don't put in a trading feature like that, just because I kind of think it's one of those things that might make it, you know, it, it might make it game breaking. You know, and, what I mean? and take the thrill out of because that's a thrill for me. It's like when you're yeah. when you're on a raid or because th- the other day I was on a raid or a strike. I keep calling it raid. Uh, raid something different. Uh, I was on a strike, and I was going through. It was like a level twenty two strike. I was going through, and I wasn't getting anything the whole game. I was getting a couple of green ones. I'm like, I don't even care about green ones. And and then all of a sudden, I got a uh, blue ones catch my eye because those are still rare. And sometimes, and I'm mm-hmm. still getting I'm low level lights. I'm only level 22, so <clears throat> so I was like, all right, cool. And I'll go through and get that this and that and that feeling of like, all right, you're done. You got to go to the tower. Yeah. You're like, oh, what am I going to get? What am I going to get? Yeah. It's exciting. You know, like, there's that that moment you're like, that I got thrill. My, yeah. that thrill. And it's hard to explain. And I love doing that. It's an amazing feeling. And I hope they, with the future patches, I hope they expand the cap. Because right yeah. now, there's, there's still not a lot of people are at level 30. I've only seen one person at level 30. Yeah. Uh, well, they're going to have to because did you see how high level some of that thing on the DLC was? No, it's uh, at least if it's the article that I sent you from Kotaku, it's got a video link and some of those like raids and missions are like level 28. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's really hard. So, yeah. So, I mean, they're going to have to up the level cap to like 30 or something like 27s, 28s. But I've only I've uh, in since I bought the game a while back, I've only seen one level 30. I haven't seen any 29s because it's really hard because you have a lot of light you have to get to get to the next level. Um, Mm -hmm. And. One of the things, too, to point out that I did not do, there's a little tidbit here, is you want to get a faction going. Because when you go out and do yeah. Crucible and do other yeah. events, you know you can buy stuff from them as long as you level up. So, yeah, this is just a little post-game stuff for you guys to see, you know, you continue to play and whatnot. But I, I love that Destiny is still giving me a reason to come back to it. Yeah, you know? it's it's a lot of fun. And I joined my cult, uh, our faction. I joined the Future War cult. And I'm digging it. I'm leveling up with them, which helps me, you know, buy higher in-game stuff. Uh, like you were saying, I haven't seen anybody that high. Most of the levels I've been seeing, to be honest with you, have been floating anywhere between, like, 24 and 26 for the most part. Every once in a while, I'll see, like, a 28 run around. You're like, holy shit, a 28. And actually, I was playing with a buddy of mine the other day, and he's a level 26. And it was so crazy to go on missions with him because he was level 26 and he would just be decimating shit and the shit that was his level that I was fighting just like I was just barely swatting at. Let's talk about the Crucible for a few minutes. Yeah. The Crucible as we mentioned in our Destiny review is 
the PvP. PvP. Um, the death know, match. The death if matches, you will. So and the multiplayer. Even though the whole thing is a multiplayer game, it's more of your typical Call of Duty Battlefield style multiplayer. Yeah, and, and it's random. Like if you, especially if you want a strike playlist, it'll mm-hmm. randomly throw you anywhere, and you can continue oh, yeah. playing. Like, and I've kind of started to learn things um, by playing. I played about three hours of the Crucible today. Wow. Yeah, and I love and hate it at the same time. Yeah, it's it's definitely a love hate relationship. I've actually gotten more drops. You get supposedly better drops in the Crucible. I got a better drops. I, I got I actually got this. The reason I got to level 22 is I was at level 21, and I was like, God, I need like six more light points. What am I going to do? And I was going through, and my first like 10 minutes of my first Crucible match, I got a, a, a rare for yeah. my um, for my um, gauntlets or whatever. Yeah. Boom, I was jumping up. With it, and, then, and then I went through and got another light thing. I was like, oh, wow, this is awesome. So like. I've gotten better drops so far in my three hours of playing the Crucible than I have in my 20-plus hours of playing the game uh, through Strikes. Well, actually, it leads me to something a buddy of mine told me who's a pretty high level. He's, like, level 26, and I was asking him, I'm like, dude, give me some pointers, man, because I'm not going to lie. I'm starting to get to the point with it a little bit where I'm getting frustrated, and he was like, let me tell you, Kyle, he's like, unless you're doing, like, uh, a strike playlist with a fire team. Like you got three people together and you're all working together and doing like the strike we need playlist. To do that. We, need we to do. do. We really do. Yep. He said if you're doing that or doing strikes, you're getting stuff. But he said if you're not doing that, the two things you need to be doing is a you need to go to planets and just do all the little, you know, where you run up and they do the side missions. The patrols. The patrols. So you can level up your faction points. So you get higher levels with your factions. He's like, you won't get. St- so much um, drops that way, but you will level up with your faction, so you'll be able to just go and buy better gear. Right. And he said the second thing you need to do, he said you just need to go on Crucible, especially, he said, if you don't have a ton of time. He's like, if you want to play Destiny, but you only got an hour or two hours. That's what happened to me. Yeah, he was like, just drop in Crucible and just play as many Crucible matches as you can in the time you've got. Well, it's funny, because there's, there's, there's something called a skirmish, where it's just three on three um, yeah. deathmatch. And I don't like that one, that uh, one at I all. I, I, I you and I tried can't it once. Stand it! It is the goddamn. <laughs> it's awful, worst. dude. Like I, I don't like that at all. It, it I like the, I like the the six on six um, death match. Yeah. Although I wish they can increase the number. Um, six is fine, but I wish they can do like twelve on twelve or something like oh, that. Oh, for sure, that, for sure. They might with later patches, but the six on six is is good. But I like it because they do a really great job of assisting points with assist points oh, so yeah. you're shooting on a guy and you get killed and another guy yeah. and you see yourself dying you have like a few seconds before you respawn if you shoot somebody and you die and yeah. the other person shoots you still get 50 points assist yeah, points assist points so they do a really great job of well that's what they do on call of duty too but still like i i me coming from someone that doesn't yeah. play a lot of multiplayer and that's yeah. that's the thing that you need to hit the nail on the head in our review was i'm actually looking forward to playing destiny and playing online and playing and doing the P yeah. versus P, more so just because hey I I could get a great drop B you I still get my um you still get your faction faction points, points yeah. every single even if you win or lose and then you also have that chance at the end of getting an awesome drop yeah. like they get, they can reward you at the very yeah. end and so I'm always like I'm like cross my fingers I'm like <laughs> you know no more whammies no more whammies yeah, no exactly. more whammies it's a slot Stop. machine it That's is exactly it's it's it's, it is. it's a it, it is it is almost like a gambling yeah. like thing and I'm not a gambler at all I don't I don't do gambling but it's almost like I can see why people get addicted to that stuff so like Destiny just 
it, it keeps you wanting to keep playing and like in and oh, yeah, man. it makes you want to just keep. Coming but the back. Crucible, I like more that I had time to play. And here's some tips, dudes, that I yeah. found out today. If you're playing on the moon, yeah, bring a sniper rifle with you because it's such a long map that you can get a bunch oh, of headshots. Yeah. And then, like, I actually have a, uh, a bounty for get 15 headshots, which is hard mm. to do uh, when you're playing on Crucible because no one's staying still. Everyone's like, oh <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. But you got the turrets there as well, which are really cool. You can jump in. But so always bring that. And then when you're doing like Venus or Mars, mm-hmm. leave your sniper rifle behind. Use your shotgun. Because yeah. shotgun, what I'll do, and I'm a warlock, but I've, I'm really liking this Sunslinger class. Mm-hmm. And so what I'll do is I have this ability where I will do my melee. And it's one of the ones that recharges. Mm-hmm. I'll do my melee. And if I hit somebody, and this happened like six times today, and I laugh my ass off every time. Like someone killed me. But yeah. I'd hit them with my melee, and it's yeah. a fire thing that just goes over the body over a slow period of time, and it still killed them. Yeah, it, so you they still call get it, your points. They call it post-mortem. post-mortem. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was awesome. awesome. I got that a couple times, too. I was like, yes. It's a great feeling because, like, you got me, but I got you, too, bitch. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like, I would do it. Like, I'd throw a grenade, and it would go past them, and then I'd shoot them, and they were running away and then i died and they died because my grenade yeah. killed them and you got the it's post-mortem awesome. it is it's really really cool and i i'll tell you the other tip for the moon is uh, i think they call it the skiff it's not the big one that shoots missiles but the little one that looks like a speeder bike almost get on that bitch and just run around the map because i was mowing bitches over yeah. with that thing i was <laughs> what i would do is i just wait 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 and then see him and then i just roll up on him and just and then Bam! They they were dropping like flies. I killed like three. I killed three of those with my turret too. So yeah, like the I turret in, was a good way too. I hopped in there, and also you get bonuses for killing these with turrets. And also you get yeah. one thing I like too is they don't overpower the map. They give you heavy ammo at certain points during the map. Like you're no, not. No, no. I think you got to get so many kills to unlock the heavy ammo. Oh, is that true? I the, when I was playing it. So when they tell when they tell you heavy heavy ammo inbound, that means it's that you. means you won the heavy ammo. So gotcha. now here's the thing: when the heavy ammo is available, I think it's for both sides. It is, but I think like you've got to earn it. Like you got to do something to get that heavy ammo. Because I played matches where we go the whole match and the heavy ammo doesn't become available at all. So I don't know. Maybe if it's you got to do a certain amount of a certain kind of kills. Or if you've got to do a certain amount of, um, you know, uh, melee. Att- I, don't, I don't know exactly what the thing is that unlocks it. But I know it seems like it's something that unlocks you getting the heavy ammo. The other thing that I really like, though, that I will say that I think they did a good job on. Because they definitely didn't do that great a job on it in Halo. Was the vehicles aren't crazy overpowerful. Like, don't get me wrong. I can mow some people over on that skiff and on that big one with the missiles. But, like, a sniper headshot will still take me out. Yep. Like, it's not like I I'm invincible. Yep. Yeah. So, that I really, really like. And the moon's been my favorite level of me all too. of them. Me too. Hands down when it comes to Crucible. Yeah. And I hate, like, there's this one, I don't know if it's a Venus, where it's, like, super close quarters. Oh, is it the one that's all green oh. and there's waterfalls? That thing's a bitch. I that hate it. map can die because, in a fire. Yeah, because the problem is, is there's so much going on in that map. Stuff from, like, the, the world itself. The map itself is moving around. It's got yeah. moving parts and machines and, like, so you, your eyes, like, going to different directions. And there's and water and there's a lot water, of effects, So you think yeah. someone's coming and they're not, and then you get hit from behind, and it's like, oh, I hate that map. I get, I get super agitated, and, like, I just start shooting random and stuff. But uh, the Crucible... I could see people playing that game more often, but I, but here's the problem: I, I I want them to expand beyond thirty. Right now, not a lot of people are at that point. 
which yeah. is good. But I, I don't want to get to level twenty eight and be like, you know what? I think I'm gonna call it good for a while. I want to yeah. be. I want incentive to, to continue keep playing, to keep yeah. playing. You know, and so far it isn't easy to go from. It, it took us both a hot minute to go from twenty one to twenty two. Yeah, it wasn't like oh, in no. one hour we got to twenty two. No, it was no. multiple hours, multiple, and not just multiple hours. Mul- for me personally, multiple, multiple days, days. Same here. Like it was like it took two or three different play sessions on two or three different days to get it to level 22. And my goal is this weekend, since we don't have live gigs like we've had the past couple weekends, to actually, you know, stay at home and actually... Save money. (laughs) Yeah, save money for sure. But also, uh, you know, actually sit down and play some and maybe get some like five, six hour chunks of time where I can sit down and like put into it. So yeah, we definitely want to hear back from you guys, and also Deuce and I are thinking about jo- making a clan of our own oh, for people sure. to join us. Uh, but we need to have at least six people. Is that um, the rule? That's the rule. You okay. have to have at least six total. So okay. me would be two. So we need four of the people. Yeah, it'd be cool to be the happy hour, that, yeah. the happy hour clan, or something yeah. like that. It'd be really cool. Or Deuce's on the loose clan, or something like yeah. that. It'd be really really cool uh, if you guys would want to do that. Hit us up. Yeah, hit us up at um, Deuce. Your PSN is. The Dirty Deuce, and it's all together. And and it's Deuce spelled D-U-C-E. And yours, Johnny? Mine's Mr. Underscore Macwo, M-A-C-K-W-O. That's my last name inverted, if you wonder why. And you're going to, and this is the only bad thing, you're going to have to be on the PS4 to play with us because that's the only system we've got it on right now. And if we start a clan, that's definitely what it's going to be on is the PS4 because of the fact that, you know that's what we have, but man, that'd be awesome if we could get a get a clan together. That'd be fun. Or we could call ourselves the LOD, the Legion of Deuce. <laughs> we could do that as well. So um, hit us up though as well. I thought uh, I would, since we're both PlayStation subscribers, PlayStation Plus subscribers. I thought I would tell everyone about the October freebies for the month. Oh yeah, this thing was such a cock tease. I'm so <laughs> angry about it. <laughs> Well, it's it's all subjective. Well, true. It's all subjective. I'm okay with it, actually. Um, the lineup for October, if you didn't know, if you were on the fence about getting, we our friend Andy just got PlayStation Plus. She didn't have it for a while, but she yeah. finally got it, and she liked it. Just to play Destiny just with us. Just to play Destiny yeah. with us. And so she realized, oh, wait a minute, you get free games, too, across all the platforms? Yeah, I because go, doesn't she have all three? Yeah, she has a Oh, wow, three then for Vita. her, that's yeah. the greatest thing yeah. ever. And so you get two games from each platform. So starting October... You will be getting. Oh, let's talk about this game because this this will be free because this was the Drive Club, the Ugh, game that. Uh, don't get I, me started. Just, oh, Jesus. We we briefly talked about it a few episodes ago. Actually, probably one of our earlier episodes. We talked about it how Drive Club is like a poor man's version of uh, Burnout, uh, and it's just like, eh, I don't know. I mean, it could be good. The whole idea is being socially active, and you get your cars with your friends and. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's free, so we we'll try it. We'll download it and well, check it out. Well, here's the thing: it's not the full game. Did you see? No, that? it's only eleven tracks. It's uh, eleven tracks cars. and twelve cars. Twelve cars, yeah. So, because at first I saw Drive Club, and I'm like, "Holy shit! They're gonna give me the whole game for free!" And it was well, they super were they excited. were originally yeah. though back when they launched it. They they announced it two years ago. They were gonna ha- that was gonna be one of the first games you got with your PlayStation Plus, yeah. and then it got delayed. Yeah, and then I got delayed. Yeah, and then I got delayed. Yeah. And then it got delayed again. And now they're like, you know what? I felt like they're just like, screw it. Let's just put it out and get it over with. And now they have a version. If you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you can upgrade. It's an upgrade since you already have the game unlocked, but only a small portion of it. You can upgrade for forty nine ninety nine. Thoughts on that? Yeah, fuck that. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Like, if they put out maybe a Drive Club version on a disc, like a disc version of the game, I may buy that if I really like this PlayStation Plus, you know, basically extended demo version. If I really like that, I might get the disc version. But they can go fuck themselves if they think I'm going to pay, you know, $40 for a DLC game. $50. Oh, then they can double fuck themselves <laughs> on that. Because yeah. I, once I buy it, I can't do anything with it. It's The money just got flushed down the toilet. At least if I go and they put out a disc version, I buy it, I can trade it in and maybe right. get some money for it or sell it to somebody or something. It's true. So, I'm no, fuck that. I also think, I also think they're like, fuck, we got the crew's coming up. Yeah. Ubisoft's putting out this amazing game. That the crew and it looks, looks amazing. Balls. And we have, yeah. we'll have a friend we're going to talk to more about that uh, in a future episode. We have a very, very special guest coming to an episode of the Happy Hour From with Ubisoft. Johnny and Deuce yep. podcast coming to an episode near you. A very, very special guest yeah. from Ubisoft. Yeah. We'll be calling in and talking just to us. So stay tuned for that episode. Stay tuned, folks. Uh, but... The crew looks phenomenal, and, and I think I think PlayStation's Sony's is like screw it. We're yeah. just gonna put Drive Club out. We can't compete against all these other no. games. Let's just put it out. And here's the thing, Deuce. What if no one downloads it? I think. Does, oh, you mean the full version or the the no, free no. version? What if, what, if, yeah. what if people are like, eh? I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna download the free yeah. version just yeah. to try it, just to see what it's all about. And if they say, okay, we're going to put out a disc version, and I really like it, I could possibly go buy it, as long as they do a disc version. I know what's going to happen, Deuce. What's that? You're going to get the free version, you're going to check it out for two days, and be like, fuck this, yeah. I'm going to wait for the crew. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. Yeah, that's probably you're gonna, exactly you're what I'm going to do, gonna go, to be honest You can go back to Destiny, yeah. you're going to go back to well, Alien, Alien Isolation. Alien's yeah. coming out you know, yep. soon. So. so Anyway, so that's one game, as well as you'll get... Uh, Dust and Elysian Tale. Um, definitely check that out. That was originally a uh, Microsoft exclusive. And then Spelunky, which uh, is a 2D side-scrolling uh, puzzle platformer. I really liked it uh, on Vita, but I just haven't played by Vita much lately. So it's a cross-buy, which means if you already have it for one of your systems, then it just is for free, right? Okay. So uh, it's really cool. Uh, and then, of course, the big one of the whole group is Batman Arkham Asylum for PS3. That's... If you've not played that game, you need to you need to stop what you're doing and go play that game. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Chronicles of Mysteria, which I've never played. I, I like D and D, but I don't I don't like playing the, the console versions. Uh, and then you have Vita has Pix the Cat. I'm not sure what that is. And then the role playing game Rainbow Moon, which damn it, I already bought it like two weeks ago. So I'm like, Are you shit me? Yeah, I bought it two weeks ago. And now it's for free. I'm like, fuck. I hate when they do that. It's like. You hold off on games, and you're like, man, are they, is this going to be a free one in the future? Should I hold off? Should I hold off? And I'm like, damn, they got my money on that one. But I'm already playing, paying for PlayStation Plus, so I guess they yeah. got a double dip technically. Yeah. But it's coming October 7th is when the, the PlayStation Plus new offerings will be available. So check them out. For sure. So thank you so much, folks, for listening to the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Thank and you. Thank you. There's... So many different ways that you can find us, isn't there, Kyle? That there is. You can hit me up on the Twitter machine at all things deuce, and that's spelled D-U-C-E. How can they hit you up on the Twitter machine, Johnny? It is Johnny underscore Womack. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore W-O-M-A-C-K. And we're also, the Happy Hour has its own Twitter that we're trying to, it's pretty new, so we're trying to grow it. Get some followers. It, get some followers and feedback and whatnot. And that is at HH Podcast Show. And then, uh, Deuce, we have an email. We do. It is HH 
podcastshow at gmail.com. And on top of that, because definitely send us your emails to the HH podcast show at gmail.com because we want to do a mailbag episode. We really want to do that. Definitely want to hear from you. Also, hit us up on Facebook. You go to the search bar and search happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Dot com like the page not just like the page but give us your feedback we're always on that page we're on all the time we're always hitting up our fans because here's the thing Deuce I, I I've done a lot of research on how Facebook works yeah if say say we put a review or we put an episode out right and one of our friends comments on it right because that post is public right their friends will see their post wow and they don't even have to be a ha- happy hour uh, subscriber Subscribers. to see it yeah they'll be like this your friend just posted on this on this or commented on so, this so yeah if you don't post anything they'll never see it mm-hmm. and then their friends will never see it and yeah. so it's very important you're helping us out immensely but you're yeah. also expanding and showing people what you like and everything else like yeah. that so and it definitely helps us expand our fan base and this is a for a podcast for us by us it's made for the fans and by the fans and without you guys we can't work you are the wood that stocks the fire you're the, the lifeblood for sure you are the lifeblood you are the gasoline that keeps us this engine cranking and ticking and rolling and because of you guys we've gotten live gigs because of you guys we got sponsors on the bandwagon you know you guys are the ones that run this show we cannot thank you enough for how much support you've given us but please 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 hit us up on the twitter hit us up on the facebook comment like share it on your page i mean sharing is huge too yeah. I, I don't think people really realize how much that if you share from our from our happy hour posts that we make, not from yeah. our own personal, you, yeah. it's fine if you share it from our own personal. But if you share it from the link that we posted on the Facebook page, then that gets sent out to the. I think it was like fifty percent more people will see that post. Oh yeah! So it's it's crazy how many people will see it, and that gets us out to the more people and whatnot. We want to grow, we want this thing to grow organically. We want yeah. these people. You want people to see us and to hear about us and to tell their friends and their friends tell their friends. The snowball effect, the domino yeah. effect and whatnot so thank you so much and as always when you're talking about the happy hour with johnny and deuce there's two hashtags you want to put in your social media network of choice and that is hashtag happy hour podcast and hashtag deuces on the loose see ya